Hello, 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 and welcome to West Franklin Talks. It is Tuesday, and I am Dave Cruz, and he is Matt Pearson. What's happening, everybody? What's happening? That uh, sounded very... Anyway. <laughs> yes, it's happening here. It's happening here. Should we, should we tell everybody when we're recording this, Dave, or we, just let them let guess? We have reverted to old habits, and yeah. we are recording this podcast before the sermon. Bum, ba-dum, like bum, days before the sermon, yeah. because Monday is Martin Luther King uh, holiday, Yep, and our office is closed. Yep. And with our new rhythms and patterns, the podcast, the Tuesday podcast is usually edited and uploaded on Monday. So we're trying to avoid having to work on the holiday that Brentwood has given and. Or ask our administrative assistant to work on. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not planning on asking anyone to work that day. Yeah. They made it pretty clear in today's staff meeting. Hey, it is a. Meaning we could have recorded it on Sunday and expected her to. And expected her to, but that's not fair to her. No, 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 no. No, we're going to give her the day off just like the rest of us. Yeah. And uh, there you go. So it is the day after MLK. (laughs) Hopefully you did something on MLK to reflect, remember. Uh, you know, Dave, I, w- I wouldn't have a uh, daughter from Ethiopia if it wasn't for MLK. Really? Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm pretty sure. There you go. Um, I have a I have a black daughter in mm-hmm. my home. You do. Uh, he had a dream. There was a lot of thing, a lot of work still to be done, but yes. a lot of a lot of um, changes were made as a result of his life. Yes, and very so, much so. And so there's a lot of reasons I'm thankful for that man, but that is one very personal reason. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. I've spent the day reading the book you have, the staff yeah, reading. I'm on, almost finished. I'm I'm at the next to last chapter. Yeah. And, uh, man, it just continues to remind me I don't know what I don't know. Right. And what right. I do think I know mm-hmm. is very uh, one-sided or not complete. Yeah. And so. Well, wh- while we're on this, yeah. real quick, and I hadn't planned on bringing this up, but we show, I plan on showing a sermon bumper Sunday yes. with Coach Dale Clayton, yep. who is an African-American, who is a newly elected trustee. And uh, if if people were paying attention to his words, to talk about a racial unity team at Brentwood, right. we do have a racial unity team that meets on a regular basis to to not just talk, but literally implement ways we can be bridge builders for race and, and bring racial reconciliation to Middle Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And we actually, one of our campus uh, objectives for 2021 yes. involves yes. racial unity. Yeah, that's right. We and are, we as a staff and hopefully we'll be making moves as a church, just, uh, just slow drips to display the gospel. Yeah. Red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. Yeah. Yeah. And not just make it a, trite little thing right but uh actual, well, I didn't mean no 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 no, okay. no no i'm just saying i'm just saying that <laughs> like, it's actually like a reality yeah a reality yeah. for all of us um and it's been interesting in our in our office as we read this book some of the conversations that are happening when you're not around oh good so um it'll be interesting uh february 2nd i believe is the mm-hmm. tuesday that we're talking about it as a staff can't wait to yeah, hear some of the uh comments made by staff members yes. it'll be good all right so it's the Tuesday podcast, which means that we're talking about this past Sunday sermon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So remind everybody, this past Sunday we were in... Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. That incredible story where the disciples were fishing all night and mm-hmm. caught nothing. Right. Jesus 
got in Simon's boat, pushed away from the shore so he could teach because if you've got the water behind you, it serves as a fantastic amphitheater sound system. Okay. And after he taught, he told Simon and his boys, who'd been fishing all night, to cast on the other side. Mm-hmm. Simon said, no, I don't want to, but because you say so, I will. He did. Jesus apparently ordered the fish to jump in the net, and before they knew it, they had the nets were breaking, and Simon Peter had to call in reinforcements. Yes. Simon says, get away from me. I'm a sinful man because he recognized holiness. Jesus says, you don't have to be afraid. From now on, you're going to be catching men. There you go. That was the text. That was the text. Yes. And so our number one question that we're asking you every time we come off of a Sunday um, sermon is, what is the one thing that you hoped the listener caught? When you follow, Besides fish. <laughs> that's good. That's good. When you follow Jesus, he transforms you into one who goes after people, mm-hmm. and he puts the people in the net. Yeah. Yeah. There he you does. go. That's it. That's it. When you follow Jesus... Your view towards people will change, okay, and the view towards people will be towards those he puts around you. Okay, he, that's the it had to be Peter's two main takeaways, right? Sure. I'm call, I'm called to be a fisherman. We guess Luke interviewed him long after this. Okay, Peter was already <laughs> seeing the Holy Spirit do amazing things through him. Sure. And if Luke sat him down and said, "How did this all begin?" Peter said, "Well, he told me he was going to make me a fisher of men." Mm-hmm. And so that's what I became. And the other takeaway for Peter had to be, he he's going to put the fish in the net. Yeah. If he calls me to love people, then it's those people he's put right around me. So my challenge to the congregation is going to be, hopefully was, um, who's God put around you mm-hmm. that He's called you to invite along in yeah. your relationship with Jesus? Yeah. So um, I'm I'm preacher on call, which means I have to have at least enough of an understanding of the passage. So if someone calls in sick. I can if I step call in. you with COVID Sunday yes. morning, you yeah. better not do that because I'm gonna. I'll have been in Mississippi all weekend, Mississippi. <laughs> so, um, but you know, as I was, as I've been reading and just kind of thinking, I, I haven't had to write as much as you have, and so I just sit there. And one of the one of the commentaries that I was reading basically was kind of like what you just said. It's right where you're at, and so many mm-hmm. times when we read about the disciples and especially the the twelve we kind of sit there and go, well, they became vocational. Mm-hmm. And and this commentator was like, you know what? No. In that moment, Peter was still a fisherman. Yep. And he put aside the fisherman portion for a season to go follow Jesus for three years mm-hmm. and figure this out. Yeah. But then he went back to it at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he... He he saw he saw a fish, he saw a fisherman, but he didn't just see a fisherman. Right. Um, for those listening, he sees a salesperson, but mm-hmm. not just a salesperson. He sees a banker, but not just a banker. He sees a housewife, but not just a housewife. He wants to transform that to give it greater meaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, why are you a realtor? Why are you a salesperson? Right. Why are you a housewife? Why are you a farmer? Right. In order to, if you're a Jesus follower, you are those things, not to make make money and have a nice living. The ultimate reason is to invite others along to follow Jesus with you. Yes, and I think that's what I, I would hope people would gather too. It doesn't matter what your profession is. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, some of us are called to vocational mm-hmm. ministry, mm-hmm. but we're all called. Yeah, every one of us. Every one of us. Yep. And so... If you follow Jesus, he will be making you into a fisher of people. Yes. That's... Well, that's, that's, that's <laughs> 
that's what what it's about. Yeah, yeah, and and that's uh, that can be a bit of a challenge for us when we stop to think. Oh, wait, wherever I'm at, whatever I'm doing, that's what I'm ultimately called to. Mm-hmm. Um, be that your kids. Hey, that is nat- If you have children, mm-hmm. it's a natural place to jump off yeah. and be like, Forget, hey, that's, <laughs> there's a lost world right under your roof. Yeah. Right, but I mean, if you don't have kids or your kids are out of the house, then it's your office, your community clubs, it's whatever you're a part of. Mm-hmm. And I think that so many times we get caught up in the, I don't, uh, so, so many times we separate the two. I've got my church world mm-hmm. and I've got my every other thing yeah. world. Mm-hmm. And that's not what Jesus has called us to. No, uh, it's not. It's interesting you say that, Dave. This is the first city, town I've ever lived in where everything is separated. Mm-hmm. I've, I grew up in a small town. Um, I've pastored in small towns. And so who you went to school with, who you saw on the ball fields, who you went to church with, mm-hmm. you, you knew it. Yeah. And so now it's interesting. I have conversations with my kids. And so why don't you invite um, some of your school friends to church with you tonight? So, well, I've got my church friends. Yeah. I've got my school friends. And so trying to talk through some of that. Uh, and I and I get it. I, 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 th- I say I get it. I didn't have that growing up. But helping helping see that it's all it's all connected when it comes to Christ and following Jesus. Yeah. 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 What else you got out of there? Um well I tried to land the plane Dave with a couple of application questions. Sure. Um first for the for the church person um who's who said I've tried this before. Right. I've done it. Um when Jesus told Peter asked or yeah commanded Peter to drop his net into the lake he said we've been doing this all night. Yeah. I'm tired. And I just wonder how many uh, of us church people are out there. It's like I've heard this, I've done this. Right. I don't. I don't want. I'm, I. I don't want to give myself to this. And I, to that, I would just say, if Jesus is calling you to, if Jesus has put somebody in your life, in your mind, in your heart, then He's going to make sure that catch happens. Sure. Uh, if you're doing it just because you're supposed to, if you're doing it because it's something that the Southern Baptist Convention people say you're supposed to, you're going to get worn out. Yeah. But if you were really walking with Jesus and Jesus has led you to a people, a person or a group of people, it will be revolutionizing. It that doesn't guarantee they're going to come to faith, but it is an intimate walking where you get to enjoy the presence and power of Christ. Yeah, and, and in that moment, I mean, let's think about this. You've you've read the same commentaries I've been reading. Jesus is not a professional fisherman. He, he he's a carpenter. He's a carpenter. Yeah, Peter is. Yeah, Peter knows. Hey, and dude, been fishing at night when you're supposed to catch them. Yes, it, he knew that. Man, we're not going to catch anything. Uh-huh. I sit there and go, what made Peter drop that net and not just look at Jesus and go, man, you're the dumbest person ever. Everybody knows. Just a carpenter. Just go back and build something. Yeah. And here's what I've realized. It was his previous interactions with Jesus. I mean, this isn't his first conversation or moment of experiencing Christ, of experiencing who he is and what he's about. But it is one of those moments where he's having to go, I've been hanging out with you do i really think mm-hmm. you are who who yeah. i think you are yeah and he did it knowing that i should not catch any fish but because of who you are right i'm gonna go do that crazy thing you're telling me to go mm-hmm. do That's and a great way to put it. and then all of a sudden 
I got to call another boat because mm-hmm. we're starting to sink. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. now they're starting to sink. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, I just am reminded time and time again, when we are paying attention to who Jesus is and what he's doing, when he calls us to these things and says, hey, go do this, and you're going, that's no, right. that's crazy. Right. Invite your school friends to church with you. Yeah. No, 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 uh-huh. that's crazy. Yeah. Well, because I know who you are. Yeah. I'm going to do a little more. I'm going to try this. Right. That's great, man. Watch what Jesus does. That's mm-hmm. good. That's so, good. It and is. I, the, second, the, the second thing I wanted to, uh, I plan on closing with is many of us or many, many perhaps who are watching or listening or listening even now would say, yeah, but you don't know my sin. Sure. You don't, you don't know what I've done. You don't know who I am. You don't know the kind of person I am. You don't know what I struggle with. You don't know my addictions. And it's the it's it's the same thing Peter said mm-hmm. when he saw the greatness of Jesus. He said, "You got to get away from me, Lord. I'm yeah. sinful, man. Yeah, I, I don't need you around me. You don't need to be around me. You just need to go on, and we, we'll do our separate things." And Jesus never batted an eye. He never he never balked at that. He just said, oh, "Don't be afraid." Yeah, I'm making you. We know the end of the story, but I do want our listeners to hear this. The sin problem has been taken care of. Mm-hmm. For Peter, it was going to be t- getting taken care of at the cross. For us, it has already been taken care of. Regardless of what side of the cross we're on, if you believe Jesus did that and Jesus came to bear the punishment we deserve, it's done. Mm-hmm. There's no excuse. Right. There's no excuse. You can say all day, I know you don't well, you don't know what I've done. Well, you know, it really doesn't matter. Jesus took care of that. And following Jesus means I trust he took care of my sin and it's so overwhelming. I want to invite others into that with me. Mm. So I, 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 it really removes all excuses. Yeah. Um, he takes a mediocre life and gives it fulfillment and say, Hey, you're, you're, you're coming with me now. We're going to see, you're going to see me do amazing things in and through you and your sin problems taken care of. Let me show you what life's all about. Yeah. He did. That's huge. Yeah. One, and I don't know if you're touching on this because we haven't got there yet. The response. I mean, it's it the the story in and of itself is Peter and Jesus talking, mm-hmm. but the response. Hey, they left everything. They. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't just Peter; it was the other guys in the boat. There, there's this community aspect of That's it true. At, that you know. Hey, Whoa. we seem to make being fishers of men an individualistic thing. Huh. But the reality of it is, Jesus intends for it to be a community That's right. uh, effort. That's a great point, Dave. And yeah. so I, I'm chewing on that one, just going, huh. So many times I make it about, I have to go, I have mm-hmm. to, rather than we should go and see who's out there for us to reach. Let's go so, together. Yeah. yeah. So, so you know, within that, I just sit there and go, well, our, our people need to be looking at that too. And, and I think that's one reason Brentwood is pushing so much. Talk about your gospel conversations. because In a group. In a group, because mm-hmm. it becomes a community effort. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I know to be praying for you, but maybe even more than that, it's, hey, you're talking to so-and-so, and these are the questions they may be tossing at you, and you may be going, I don't have a clue, mm-hmm. but I do. Mm-hmm. Can I come join you? Yeah. You know? and uh, or, or I don't know, but I know someone that does. Right. Or what if day three or four after following Jesus, James or John was like, you know what? I'm out. Yeah. And the others could say, remember what he did? Yeah. This guy's legit. Yeah. <laughs> and we need each other to encourage and challenge and push each other to remember 
who and what he's about. Yeah, and, and this this passage, I mean, you call it, it's a great account. Um, but I think it's one of these that if you've been in church any amount of time, you quickly are like, I've read this. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me, I know what, I know what the end result mm-hmm. is. Let me just jump ahead. Don't do that. Yeah. Spend some time and think on this one. Yeah, swim in it. Uh, and, and <laughs> pun unintended. That's right. But man, I wished I had intended. To bring this full circle to how we started this conversation, mm-hmm. Dave, Jesus said, uh, let me read it here. Don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be catching people. That that word for people means people, mm-hmm. meaning not just Jews, right? Not just middle income, middle to upper class white people, right? People, people, and at the cross, everyone's equal. Yep. Everyone's laid flat. Yep. Um, been studying Galatians three for the men in training thing. It's how Paul closes his argument. We're all, all equal. Yep. And so to bring it back full circle, I I challenge you, Russ Franklin, I don't know what you did yesterday for MLK Day, but let me encourage you to ask the Lord to help you see every human being as image bearers. Yes. Whom are loved by God. Yeah, yeah. That's oh. huge. Yeah. We could go on that one all day long. We could. We could. Um, but that just that's another nugget that has stuck out. I don't know if it'll come up in the sermon or not, but I want to mention it, especially yeah. since we talked about MLK. And if you struggle with that, come talk with us. Yeah, I, I've done a lot of studying on that one. Well, so. I, th- I think everybody does struggle from yeah. time to time. Yeah, that's uh, the truth. With it, and if we're honest with each other, we all need help with it. That's the truth. Yeah. All right, Matt. Well, that's good, Dave. We'll find out if it was good. Well, we'll, see. <laughs> we'll find and if out. I get, uh, if I get COVID, you can just play this Sunday morning. That's right. Hey, hey yeah. here's uh, 18 minutes roughly of... Boom! They'll get out early and beat the Methodist to, to lunch. lunch. Yeah. Granted, we get out early. Anyway. Especially at the 9 a.m. Yes. They have an hour. <laughs> they have an hour. So it's good. All right. Well, listen, Matt and I are done rambling for another day or so. We'll be back on Friday to talk about something. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be good, though. No, it's going to be amazing. I mean, it's it's you and me and, you know. We may bring somebody in. We may not. Well, yeah. We'll see. Well, well, as you can tell, we've got this all figured out. Sometimes we hog the show. Yes. Yeah. All right. Listen, y'all be good. Y'all be safe. May the Lord bless you and keep you. We'll see you again soon.